Hello beautiful people, welcome back to the Multi-Woman and Co podcast. This is Claudia and, and this is episode number 25. Uh, today's episode is about thriving on the different lines and it's about caring, uh, raising and loving a child with special needs. In a new episode I'm talking with Aditya Fitri who has been working as a medical doctor in Indonesia and as a researcher in a genetic disease field. She came to the Netherlands to pursue her masters on genetic conditions and then to return to her home country but you know as life can take us in a different direction she got pregnant and as the way she sees it by serendipity she's now embracing life as a full-time mother and caregiver of her son who has a combination of autism and a rare genetic skin disorder and She also shares her experience about living as a foreign family in the Netherlands and how she faces the challenges without a family support system, the language barrier, um, the search in a whole different system of care and social work. But she also shares um, the experiences about the opportunities she sees in a rich infrastructure of resources and knowledge. Despite the social system, it can't be denied that the impact of rare diseases and special needs is huge and often manifests to an invisible disability. Besides, she experiences the never-ending fight for help that sometimes takes um, a toll on her and uh, juggles between being a mom and being the person that she is at the core. So that is why she emphasizes the need for self-care, including allowing all emotions like feelings of anger, sadness and grief, uh, showing vulnerability and yeah, the courage to ask for help. This, so this is an episode for parents, caregivers and social workers who take care of a child or more children with special needs and um, thank you so much for being you and uh, yeah i admire your courage and strength welcome to the multi-woman and co podcast the place where we will cross cultures and time for refreshing insights on life, love and leadership. I'm your multicultural host, Claudia Gant. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Good morning. Today's guest is Aditya Fitri and... I met her online via Arnhem Together. This is a community in the Netherlands, which was founded by experts and has grown to um, to be a very empowering community here. Uh, Aditya has been working as a medical doctor in Indonesia and was also a res- researcher in a genetic disease field. She came to the Netherlands to pursue her master on genetic conditions. But as life can have other plans for us, she is now embracing life as a full-time mother and caregiver of her son who has a combination of autism and a rare genetic skin disorder. Hello, Aditya. Welcome. Uh, good morning. Welcome. Uh, thank you, Claudia. <laughs> <laughs> I am very happy to have you in my podcast because... I really admire your strength and uh, your positive attitude, despite the battles and challenges you face. Yeah, maybe. Um, so I'm very happy to share your story as well, because I think it's very inspiring. 
Can we go back to the basics first? Uh, can you tell us a bit about your roots uh, and why you decided to become a medical doctor? Yeah, thank you very much, Claudia. It's uh, also an honor for me to uh, yeah to be able to join uh, your uh, podcast. And uh, yeah, I saw your work a lot uh, and uh, I admire you for uh, always uh, encouraging uh, women. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, yeah, about the basic... Uh, Yeah, uh, I am an Indonesian. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, since the beginning, I always uh, uh, have uh, some uh, interest about the human bodies, about mm -hmm. how it uh, works and, uh, yeah, affecting each other. Mm -hmm. And um, in Indonesia, uh, a lot of uh, condition is uh, dominated with the uh, infectious uh, disease. Mm -hmm. So there is always a cure for everything. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, later on, uh, we are introduced with the, uh, yeah, disability. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, genetic condition, something that you cannot uh, cure. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that was always uh, intriguing for me. And um, yeah, I want to learn more about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was the, uh, uh, the first uh, trigger why I wanted to become a, a doctor yeah and i got also some chance to conduct a, a research about the genetic condition and uh, yeah in indonesia at that time uh, knowledge and understanding of uh, genetic condition and disability is uh, pretty much new i think it's okay. also for now yeah yeah it's uh, in in the medical level but also in society how we uh, perceive them so yeah and in netherlands at that time um, Yeah, everything is pretty much more established. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I wanted to learn more about that. Yeah, exactly. So you came to the Netherlands and to to continue your master. So, yeah. but um, you stayed longer than you than you planned, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's also like uh, when you pray, then uh, be careful with what you pray. <laughs> Yeah, I, I wanted to learn uh, about uh, how how to treat or how to be uh, helpful uh, for these patients with uh, genetic conditions. And um, yeah, at this moment, then uh, I really uh, practice how, uh, yeah, what kind of situation that the family with the patients uh, with genetic conditions or with disability has to go through every day. And um, it's a, a learning process for me. Yeah. And I'm uh, feel honored to be a part of it. Wow! Because you call it also serendipity, and I mean, what is your definition of serendipity? Um, yeah, for me, it's like um, it's like all of sudden things going together <laughs> for yeah. you. Yeah. Um, yeah. In my university uh, study, then I get a lot of theory about um, yeah disability and how uh, we as a health professional has to deal with that and um, yeah now it's like the universe send me and give me a lot of uh, tools yeah and yeah. now I have to uh, implement it yeah for exactly. my son. but I can imagine that you had other expectations when you were studying what was your first reaction can you remember Yeah, I think it's uh, the first reaction is, uh, yeah, as a mother, as mm -hmm. a parent, 
think you always want uh, yeah, the best for your child. Mm-hmm. And uh, in this case, is uh, yeah. Before the diagnosis, I see uh, I saw a lot of discomfort and pain and uh, fear in my child, and I want to, I wanted to uh, help him. Like I wanted to take the pain away, or I wanted to try to find something that, yeah, able to help him. That is uh, my first reaction, I think. Of course, yeah. And uh, and um, yeah, I didn't think <laughs> further about the, what is the whole implications with the future and. At all, this, uh, I think the first five years, at least, it was more, uh, yeah, survival based and, uh, yeah. yeah. But what can help my son? That is more, uh, yeah, directed into that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then later on, then I will, I learn more about, yeah, you also uh, a person. You're not only a mother. You only uh, uh, taking care of others, but you also uh, need to think about yourself. Yeah. So yeah, there there is a, a process spent uh, on. Yeah, exactly. Because, um, like you said, I mean, um, that's the first reaction. It's it's uh, the mother instinct, of course, that you want to help your child, but um, you're more than a, a mother or a parent. So you were also, I mean, because of your background as a medical doctor, you were able to, I think, you were able to find uh, the the right help and uh, support but how was that for you in because you are living in a country which has a different language i mean a different language than your mother tongue of course um there is a, another uh, system here a social system um your family is living in the in indonesia and how did you experience yes. that uh, uh yeah i feel so grateful that uh, i have some background knowledge in the uh this so at least then I, I know uh, how to find the information mm-hmm. and uh, what to expect I think what 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 make you more uh, scared or a uh, fear or shock or uh, yeah is is that if you face something that you don't know mm-hmm. I think that is uh, and if, if you know more than uh, yeah the fear that lesson yeah um, yeah so that is uh, I think one of the biggest goals that I had and uh, but of course, everything in the in the Paris doesn't always, uh, yeah, the same as in the reality. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Netherlands has uh, a lot of uh, social support system, but uh, yeah, it took me some time to um, to find the way to to find, yeah, the help that uh, we needed. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm I was very. Uh, Lucky, I met a lot of very kind people, uh, the social worker, the uh, medical doctors, um, people from the consultancy bureau that, uh, yeah, they are very helpful. Yeah, even though uh, the language barrier was so big and, uh, yeah, I couldn't understand any Dutch at that moment. Mm-hmm. And they tried their best to, uh, yeah, to calm and, calming me down, yeah. <laughs> accepting, and, uh, yeah, try to think together how... Uh, can help you and um, yeah what I admire uh, as well is that uh, they, they yeah the social system here is uh, so interconnecting mm-hmm. so when I mentioned uh, yeah my concern uh, to the people in the consultation bureau then uh, they connect with the social worker with my permission of course and um, also connecting with the medical doctors Mm-hmm. So you are you are you are not alone in the system. There are more people that uh, thinking with you 
Oh, that's that's so nice to hear because I hear very different stories when it comes to the social system and that they are not always very helpful. Not And like you said, it's not always that they don't want to help you, but uh, because uh, they are not very familiar in the field and don't know how to help you. Yes, uh, yeah, it's, it's not perfect. It's not perfect, but it's very helpful. And uh, yeah, the people are... For me, is uh, in my case, I think they are so empathetic. Mm-hmm. Can you share a bit more about um, the genetic skin disorder you your uh, son has? Because it's a very rare disease. Uh, maybe it's good to, to tell the listeners uh, more about uh, this uh, skin disorder. Yeah, it's about the uh, ichthyosis. Uh, yeah, the name of the, the condition is ichthyosis. It's a, a genetic skin disorders, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it can. Uh, yeah, your skin is uh, your most important organs in uh, regulating your temperatures or uh, regulating the balance of uh, uh, water in your body, mm-hmm. and uh, also protecting you from uh, outside sensation. And yeah. uh, in ichthyosis, there is uh, uh, um, some genes that uh, form the skin doesn't work correctly. Mm-hmm. So that uh, your skin doesn't have, uh, yeah, the barrier of your skin doesn't work uh, optimally, uh-huh. and uh, yeah, it can cause uh, yeah some changes in the appearance. That's the uh, first thing that you see, mm-hmm. but also in the function. So like uh, yeah, now in the Netherlands, the temperature changing between the cold and warm very uh, drastically. For us, it's kind of uh, yeah, okay, it's, uh, we can just wear. Uh, we can feel it and we can uh, yeah we can manage yeah. yeah yeah but but for uh, people with these uh, conditions then it's it's much harder yeah their skin may feel uh, painful or very itchy and also like with the very uh, um, high temperatures yeah then they cannot uh, put the, the heat out of the body because that's also the function of the skin so okay. you are prone to overheating. Uh, it's very different for each person. So yeah, yeah, it's a, a rare disease. So uh, yeah. yeah, even though we have the same diagnosis, the, the manifestation is very different uh, from person okay. to person. And mm-hmm. yeah, from different kind of, even the same mutation, the same gene mutation can show very different uh, Symptoms. clinical manifestations. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why we cannot uh, really know. And uh, my son was not verbal at the time. Uh, so it's difficult to, to, to know whether, yeah, he feel painful or, uh, yeah, he, he, can, he could just cry <laughs> at the time. Yeah, oh, yeah. It must be uh, heartbreaking for you as a mother as well. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I wanted to help, but uh, how? That was uh, always the question. <laughs> yeah. Do you... For example, no, because it's very, very rare. But how many people uh, have this uh, specific um, skin disorder? Uh, yeah, in general, uh, the genetic disorder is like one in uh, 5,000 people. But uh, yeah, the mutation is very specific. So I really don't know what, the, yeah, what is the prevalence of uh, the specific disorder that my son has that uh, mm-hmm. I don't really know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, you also told that he has um, uh, autism. Yeah. 
So the combination of autism and uh, this uh, genetic skin disorder can make it more challenging for him and, of course, uh, for you as uh, his mom. Uh, yeah, to, to the, the combination of autism and uh, the genetic skin disorder, is uh, uh, he cannot uh, ask for help from mm -hmm. himself. So he needs an environment that can always uh, look at him, uh, observe him. Does he need any help? Your situation, then you need like one on one approach, someone yeah. that always uh, take a look at him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, especially in the in the summer with the high temperatures, then uh, yeah, there is always uh, a need of someone to look uh, at him. Is it uh, still doable or is already uh, enough? You need to yeah stop and uh, take a rest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, in the beginning, in the beginning it was very intensive, but now uh, luckily that the the grandson is uh, getting uh, bigger so he mm -hmm. can uh, cope more with the higher temperatures and he okay. can uh, do more activity than before mm -hmm. so yeah, yeah in a way he also adapts yeah and, and I feel very grateful that uh, yeah in, in the Netherlands there is a, a facility for that in the special schools in the school that uh, have some coach and teacher that are willing to to do that oh that's good to hear yeah do you think that's uh that's yeah that it's a, a huge difference with uh when you would be in indonesia when it yes, comes uh, to help? totally yeah 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 totally yeah yeah at least the resources uh, itself mm -hmm. is uh yeah it was not there in indonesia yeah i think in the netherlands is uh, very advanced like the teacher has uh, a lot of exposure with children with a very different family mm -hmm. from different conditions and they have more uh, knowledge about it. Yeah. But you also mentioned that uh, sometimes it's uh, maybe um, difficult because um, it's also, and in special, uh, I think, uh, when we, we talk about autism, it's an invisible disability. I, I mean, I have a nephew uh, who has autism as well. And um, my sister uh, tells uh, stories uh, on a regular basis that uh, people don't understand and uh, react in a way that uh, it's not very, um, how do you yeah. call it? <laughs> no, not very compassionate. Not really pleasant. <laughs> not very pleasant, yes. yes. I can understand it. Yeah. Do you also, have yeah. you also experienced um, this kind of uh, reactions? Yeah, I, I would say that here in Netherlands it's much less than uh, in my home country. So I feel oh, really? kind of depressing here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the reactions always, always happen. Of course, you cannot control how people uh, react or, yeah, because of their lack of knowledge or lack of uh, experience with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, true that we it's always uh, a struggle to yeah but when you have to explain the situation but also you want to maintain the privacy of your child mm -hmm. but you want to get a good care so it's, it's always a struggle and to find the balance but yeah I, I met a lot of people that are very kind and uh, yeah if uh, people it's, it's very rare uh, occasion that I met uh, I have that kind of experience yeah maybe oh, maybe it's also because uh, if, if you have some condition that's very visible, then people know <laughs> directly. But uh, yeah, if you have very mild autism, for example, then people don't know that 
yeah, it's it's a uh, it's challenging situation. I agree with you. And how do you manage? Um, I mean, you were also talking about being a mother, but you also have your knowledge as a medical doctor, and you are also a woman. Um, yeah, how do you manage uh, this? this uh, yeah, struggle. Maybe I can say it. I can call it a struggle. Is it something that that you've learned or? over the years uh, and what do you do about self-care uh yeah when you are facing with a, a complicated situation you will yeah you sometimes feel overwhelmed with everything and yeah a lot of questions lots of uh, expectations or uh, yeah which one that i have to uh, answer yeah i learned uh, in hard way that we have to do it one step uh, at a time yes. yeah try to accept that the uh, Yeah, it's not everything has uh, the answer right uh, way or sometimes there is no answer at all. And yeah, it's, it's, it was very hard for me because uh, yeah, I was a researcher. So like I, I have to find the answer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like, exactly. Yeah, there is, there is no answer now. <laughs> yeah, not yet so, maybe. Yeah, then um, yeah, yeah, it's uh, one step at a time. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's a marathon. So try to uh, take care of yourself for the strong uh, run and uh, yeah and what is important is uh, for me is uh, accepting the feeling that yeah allow yourself to uh, to be sad or to be angry to grieve and uh, yeah. yeah to feel that you are a human and uh, you are allowed to feel yeah uh, in, in in the Asian culture is a kind of uh, taboo yeah. to yeah to be sad or to Yeah, yeah, to say that uh, I'm at this moment down and uh, you have to be strong. You're a woman. You have to be strong for your child. Yeah. <laughs> That's always uh, yeah, oh, something that you hear. Yeah, that is something. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, uh, But, uh, yeah, I recognize woman, what you say. Woman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear that uh, a lot of times. But uh, yeah, woman is also human. So woman can also feel and uh, yeah, woman also needs some help sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, accepting your feeling and allow yourself to grieve. Uh, grief is not weakness. Or grief is also not feel sorry that you have uh, your life right now. But it's just that, uh, yeah, you acknowledge that you have different kind of reaction to what you're facing now. Yeah. I think it's it's helpful. Yeah. But is it something that you have by nature? Because when I see you, I think what I also said in the beginning i i admire your positive attitude and what i see is that you're showing uh, and expressing your um gratitude and that it's something you really feel it's really authentic it's not something i mean sometimes you see people oh they have positive vibes but it's something that they don't really feel or don't really mean But I see that in your uh, expressions that you really feel grateful. Is it something that you had by nature or did you maybe learn it the hard way? Can you explain more about that? Because it's very inspiring. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, I think I, I learned it from my mother. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, she's uh, my example of uh, yeah, resilience. Uh, she was a, a pediatrician and... Uh, Yeah, she has uh, struggled a lot uh, 
in the beginning of her life, like to study and the She's not from a rich family, so she has to working hard to uh, for the study. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, the family, but she always show uh, gratitude every day. Like everything is has a message in it, and uh, yeah, there is always good things. There is always good people, and uh, I see it every day. And uh, yeah, I think subconsciously it goes into my mind somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, I think, yeah, I see that uh, everyone is also fighting different battles. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. And, but also, there is always uh, something to be celebrated every day. So it's uh, important to approach everything with love and, uh, yeah, be kind. Yeah, but you also said, and what I also recognize um, about our culture, and it's not only in our culture, but somehow there are some specifics uh, when you talk about, an, I call it a negative emotions or negativity, which what um, I also learned that um, um, that it's better not to show those emotions <laughs> and uh, rather not to talk about it. So when you say that uh, also your mother always showed gratitude and the positive positive things uh, despite of battles or struggles um was she able to show the yeah what we call the more negative emotions as well or is it something that you've learned in a way because you are living now in the netherlands yeah i think that the last one yeah yeah so, but the negative emotion is uh, i didn't see it uh, often from her mm-hmm. and uh, yeah it's uh, one thing that i i really learned that I live here in Netherlands, especially when uh, I look for uh, help for my son, then, uh, yeah, okay. you have uh, to show your vulnerability and, uh, yeah, you you have to be honest with yourself to be able to ask for help and to get the help that you need. So I, I learned it, uh, yeah, that way. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I had uh, some 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 example that uh, yeah, my friends also from uh, uh, the same country and uh, yeah, she went to to the doctor to ask for help. Yes, and she was very devastated. But uh, yeah, she cannot show it in her face. <laughs> so yeah, so it's it's it's, uh, it's getting very difficult because people don't know uh, your problem when you don't show it. So yeah. Oh yes. That's. Uh, <laughs> I recognize that, um, yeah, that you can't express it in your, yeah, they they can see it in your face uh, somehow. It's, it's not a poker yeah, face. Yeah. But, uh, it's a poker face, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and also when uh, I asked for help for my son, then, uh, yeah, I realized that, uh, yeah, in the Netherlands, we only, yeah, he only has uh, parents. Mm-hmm. And, like, if, if uh, yeah, something happened with the parents, like, uh, yeah, physically, but also mentally, then, uh, yeah, nobody can take care of him. That was uh, what I think of. So I try to always be honest with the people that I'm dealing with, with the friends or social workers. Yes. Um, yeah, as a way for, uh, yeah, they can monitor or take a look of, yeah, maybe this family needs help now or not. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you have to really connect and in order to connect you have to show you you, your real you of course yeah you have to be uh honest sometimes you don't like what you see when the yeah you see a 
why I feel like this. But uh, yeah, sometimes it's just necessary process to be able to heal. So yeah, because um, well, that's one part of um, yeah. I mean the social support system, but um, I remember that you were also looking for connections with uh, parents with uh, in a yeah in a in a similar uh, situation how is how is that for you do you also have friends or contacts with parents in a yeah in a similar situation like yours or do you think it's um yeah that is something that um that is missing yeah i think well uh the support for uh, children with uh, disability or uh, genetic condition is growing nowadays but um, yeah the support for the parents itself is not really uh, exist mm-hmm. I, if i can say for uh, from uh, my previous friends um, yeah it's difficult to find uh, 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 from someone that doesn't have that experience then uh, yeah I look for uh, uh, physical social support, but uh, it's, it's very rare here in Netherlands, at least. Yeah, I, and I can also imagine because uh, all parents maybe are overwhelmed with the care of their children. Yeah, It's, it's difficult to find time to, uh, to meet physically. But then, uh, yeah, with the social media, luckily nowadays, then, uh, yeah, there are many uh, parent support groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, that consists of uh, parents with uh, children with disabilities or children with the autism and also uh, children with the genetic condition. Yes. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a worldwide uh, community. So it's, it's very uh, refreshing because, yeah, you feel like you're lonely in the world with this kind of situation. And then, oh, you meet, okay, I also had that kind of uh, situation i had also that kind of struggle so we feel like we can uh, give each other support or compassion or at least just listening while they are venting out so it's it's very uh, yeah helpful yeah uh, like you said um it's uh, also um par- yeah that parents are most of the time uh yeah surviving the day <laughs> and yeah and yeah they live by the day as well so um sometimes uh, they don't have the energy to to look for uh, yeah for connections if i ask you what would help you and what do you think it would be helpful for those parents what's what would be more helpful uh, something online maybe or more in real life yeah, the real life is uh, yeah, always have a different experience than the online, I guess. That's the ideal situation for me. Yes. But uh, with the practicality, I think, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it cannot be so often as the online. And uh, yeah, at this moment, there are a lot of uh, uh, Facebook groups uh, of parents of children with disability. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, what's uh, happening now is only uh, uh, sharing a post or asking questions or uh, sharing information mm-hmm. but uh, yeah the online the online meeting is uh, yeah i saw that some initiatives are going on but it's very difficult to to get the communal time similar time for each person yes i find that the, the yeah the support and the, the compassion is one thing, but, but the other thing that is also uh, so emotionally draining for parents is uh, 
how to find the information, how, how to find the help that is uh, not really straightforward here. In, yeah, the, the infrastructure is here in the Netherlands, but mm -hmm. uh, how to reach it is not really uh, straightforward. Yeah, like if, if you Google, uh, yeah, even in Dutch, if you Google, like, uh, my child has a very different uh, line of development, and then what should I do? And then the answer is just like, yeah, you can connect your your uh, social worker or my coach and something like that. There is no like a, a specific uh, guideline how uh, which one first you should contact or. Yeah. And I think like for a, a parents of special uh, need child that has a, a another background, immigrant background, expats, it's even more difficult because uh, yeah, they cannot reach the information. Yeah, and because of the language also as well, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having uh, having that kind of experience, and I I think that um, at this moment I'm also trying to to make a up a, a website. Uh, yes, that was my uh, next question. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What is yeah, it called? I, uh, the driving on the different lines. Okay, yeah, and that is uh, a website. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's more a practical website because uh, yeah, I find that uh, every time I want to look for a help or a next step uh, of support of my son, I always have to research and research and research. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I often translate it because uh, yeah, I need to communicate with the, the father of my child and also with my family and to, to brainstorm how uh, yeah we approach this. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I think I cannot just share the, the finding of the results. Yeah, you never know that maybe there is another uh, family that, uh, yeah, need this kind of information. Absolutely, yeah. And what uh, the, the title of Thriving on the Different Lines, um, can you tell more about um, what is it, uh, what is the idea behind the name with the title? Yeah, the Different Lines because uh, it applies for uh, everyone. Yeah, mm -hmm. for all the parents uh, with the different conditions. So yeah, it doesn't matter you have autism or uh, yeah, if you have medical disease that needs uh, special uh, education. Mm -hmm. And uh, we all have the same uh, goal that we want to find the best support for our child. Mm -hmm. And uh, we want that uh, yeah, our children thrive, can grow and uh, develop optimally despite the situation. Yeah. yeah no matter where we are coming from so yeah and um, yeah that's why I created uh, this website for a place for uh, parents from these different lines to thrive together or I think because uh, the website will be in English right yeah the website will be in English yes yeah yeah it can be uh, accessed by everyone so even uh, yeah Dutch people want to access it of course yeah. yes yeah yeah, the thing is that uh, yeah, policy the policy of in the uh, social system is very different uh, for city or for uh, province. So yeah, I created this uh, specifically for the uh, Netherlands and uh, yeah, in Arnhem region. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that uh, yeah, it's available in uh, other cities, but you can always. Uh, yeah, you can always mention it like, uh, yeah, in this city, you have this kind of uh, facility. Do we have it also in this city? Something like that. Yeah, well, it's beautiful. And I think uh, so necessary. I, 
uh, and helpful for for parents with um, one or more children with special needs. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a way of giving back to society because I feel that, uh, yeah, I received a lot of help from the mm-hmm. people here. And uh, I'm so grateful with uh, yeah, all the support that I had. And, uh, I want to give back to the other people, pay it forward. Thank you so much for sharing your story. And um, I really look forward to your website because I'm sure you can share a lot of information, but also uh, encouragement and positivity. Thank you so much uh, for your time. And um, yeah, thank you for being you. Thank you very much for the time. And also it's very honored for me to be able to join with this session with you. You're welcome. You're more than welcome. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you liked it, feel free to share it with your friends, family and colleagues. And if you have time, please rate the Multi-Woman & Co podcast on iTunes. And of course, I would be delighted to receive 5 stars. If you want to receive notifications for new episodes, don't forget to subscribe on Spotify, iTunes or Podbean. Thank you for your time and support. And last but not least, take care of you. And as always, wishing you a beautiful day.